0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW Void Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
1: 18 plus.
2: Please join Doc Jones as he kicks off primetime. Doc
1: host Radio. Radio. From
2: 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern, Dr. C. Robert Jones is a retired Marine officer with a Ph.D. in history. He keeps up with the day-to-day events and analyzes and explains with historical facts and informed opinion. Gojo Media is dynamic and fresh, so please catch The Situation Report every weeknight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time.
3: Hey, hey, welcome. That's the only way I can think of to open the show here. Uh, this is David Graham filling up with Doc Jones on The Situation Report. I'd like to welcome everybody for uh, coming in and uh, catching my Twitter blitz right before, uh, right before the show started, bringing it right back down to the, uh, right back down to the wire. And uh, <laughs> it was close. Now on my show, um, which comes up in one hour, so I want you all to, uh, to to join me over there. I'm gonna have a really cool guest. Now, see, I'd promote Doc's future shows, except I don't know what he's got coming up. He just asked me yesterday if I could fill in for him tonight. Of course, my show, is Stay Mad Radio. You don't want to miss that one because tonight I have uh, I have a wonderful guest um probably popping in probably popping in about 9:30 his name is Charles Battis. he is a retired CIA agent and uh, he spent some time um prepping for uh the Iraq war in Iraq uh before uh, probably almost a year before the uh before the invasion um but uh, he's he's got uh, he's got a, a few books out um some of them are nonfiction and some of them are uh are uh, novels <clears throat> Uh the last book that he had uh I, I had him on my show before and uh he had a book called Code Name Aphrodite and uh it it basically fictionalized his um his exploits and his accounts um while he was uh while there was a CIA agent um names are changed to protect the innocent type of thing you can you can tell more truth with fiction uh in this case than he was allowed to tell uh as uh you know as a as a non book. So it's a very interesting concept. Um he messaged me on uh, on Twitter and um he's got a new book. So uh it's uh you know, I'm kind of excited. <laughs> Barbarossa or something like that. I I have to ask him if it has to do with pirates of the Caribbean. So uh so anyways. Hey, uh, we got Q, we got Reactionaries, truth before lies. Welcome and Let's see. Uh, uh, Doc said he was gonna he was gonna check in uh, and listen to the show. So I don't know uh, unless there's another C. Robert Jones because that's me in the chat room, Doctor C. Robert Jones or C. Robert Jones Ph.D. That's me in the chat room right now. Uh, maybe he's the guest. Maybe he's tuning in, uh, not logged in. You know, Doc, you can chat as co-host if you want. If that's you. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, uh, that's what I got coming up later on my show. Plus, uh, you know, get some. What I'm gonna to do today, uh, on this show, I, I I've got some I've got some rants about healthcare um that I'm gonna to go to. And once I started, you know, sorting out my thoughts on that, that might take the whole show, but I do have some other things lined up if I get to it. Uh, you know, an an article uh in the UK telegraph um by Daniel Hannon. Um about Deoccupy people. Oh, I got another thing about uh
1: uh
3: let me just let me just read the, the headline to you. I I'll, I'll I'll make sure I try and get to this one. Uh pregnant gang rape victim to be lashed 100 times after she delivers the baby. So, I will give 100 points to whoever tells me what country this is in. All right. I don't know what you're going to do with the points, but um so so listen, on uh on my show, uh it is customary to uh to uh, do the Pledge of Allegiance so let's do that right now
4: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all What do those words mean to you? To me, they say, Thank you, America, for your strength, your courage, and for our freedom, which has been a beacon to the world for 200 years.
1: Of the United States of America,
4: whose bright stars are 50 states, each bearing its own stamp of individuality. People, 200 million strong, people who have come to her from all corners of the earth. And to the republic for which it A land of laws with an ingenious system of checks and balances that allows no man to become a tyrant and lets no group prevail if their power is not tempered with a real concern for the government. A land where the right of dissent and free speech is jealously guarded, where the ballot box is the sword people it's wielding.
1: One nation under God.
4: A land where freedom of worship is a cornerstone of her being. A land great with temples and churches, synagogues and altars that rise in profusion to embrace all the religions of the world.
1: Indivisible.
4: A land forged by the hot steel and raw courage, conformed forever by the awful crucibles. Civil war with liberty. Her man in pursuit of an honest life will not be denied his chance. For her citizens move freely within her vast borders without hindrance or fear, a land brimming with opportunity. Her freedom of choice is the guideline for all. And justice. The courts of our land are open to all. Its wheels of justice grind for all causes. All people. They look to every avenue for justice, every concern of the law, and they temper their reasoning with mercy for all.
5: Isn't that cool?
3: That's cool. I like to let that one hang just a little bit, you know? That's all I want. That's all I want. All right. We'll be right back.
2: 24-7 Internet Talk Radio. Socialism is not, is not an option. Let's get together this weekend. Hello, I'm Tesla, my host and producer of Socialism is Not an Option, featuring three great live talk radio shows. On Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern is the Roundtable Roundup Edition. Radio host and their listeners are invited to participate in this sometimes light-hearted look at the week's past events. On Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern is the American Exceptionalism Edition, dealing with the U.S. Constitution, a show for every American patriot who wants to learn more about this great nation. And on Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern, wrap up the weekend with our ever-popular Hot Topic Edition. The controversial issues of our times are tackled with insightful analysis and provocative disclosures as we battle the corrupting influences of socialism in our country. Spend your weekends with socialism is not an option. I just want to slap a hippie or two. Maybe make a get job. I'll tell you what, I'd rather be wrong moving forward than right standing still at least...
1: I talk about people can be any way they want to be, just cop to it. Would you pick up the media with me today? Tony Manuti live Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern. We've made too many compromises already, too many retreats. We invade our space, and we fall back. We assimilate entire worlds, and we fall back. Not
2: again. The line must be drawn here. This far, no further. <laughs>
3: Hello, welcome back to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Of course, this is not Doc Jones. This is David Graham filling in uh, for my very, very good friend Doc Jones. And uh, if uh, if, he, if he's out there, I want to uh, let him know that I appreciate this opportunity um, to to uh, to fill in for him, and uh, just uh, thank you, thank you very, very much. So uh, let's get on with it. Welcome everybody in the room. Let's get on with it. Um, does anybody have anybody else have a dog? I have this wonderful yellow lab puppy that we've had for a few months now. Now I say puppy, but but she's pretty much a full size dog. And I just, you know, sometimes she she gives me this look, you know, when you're going about your your day, and she follows you around watching what you're doing, and she gives you this look like. What are you what are you doing that for? What, why do you have to do that? What what's what are you putting on your feet? What do you got shoes? Look at me. I got no no shoes. No no hoo hoo, nothing. See? What do you need them for? What do you have putting clothes on for? Look, we got fur. <laughs> Cassie's fledged has three dogs. Well if you haven't ever heard this, this is a cute little thing. It's called uh, pet diaries. And uh, I will give you some excerpts from A Dog's Diary. It's cute. All right. It starts starts at day number 180. 8 a.m. Oh, boy. Dog food. My favorite. 9.30 a.m. Oh, boy. A car ride. My favorite. 9.40 a.m. Oh, boy, a walk. My favorite. Oh, boy, a 10.30. Oh, boy, a car ride. My favorite. 11.30. Oh, boy, dog food. My favorite. Noontime. Oh, boy, the kids. My favorite. 1 p.m. Oh, boy, the yard. My favorite. 4 p.m. Oh, boy, the kids. My favorite. 5 p.m. Oh boy, dog food, my favorite. 5.30 p.m. Oh boy, mom, my favorite. (laughs) Let me read you some excerpts from a cat diary. Excerpts from a cat's diary. Day 752. My captors continue to taunt me with bizarre little dangling objects. They dine lavishly on fresh meat while I am forced to eat hash or other dry nuggets. The only thing that keeps me going is the hope of escape and the mild satisfaction I get from ruining the occasional piece of furniture. Tomorrow, I may eat another houseplant. Day 761. Folks, we're listening to uh, excerpts from a cat's diary after listening to excerpts from a dog's diary. Day 761. Today, my attempt to kill my captors by weaving around their feet while they were walking almost succeeded. I must try this at the top of the stairs. In In an attempt to disgust and repulse these vile oppressors, once again, I induced myself to vomit on their favorite chair. I must try this on their bed. <laughs> Day 765. Decapitated a mouse and brought them the headless body in an attempt to make them aware of what I am capable of and to and to try to strike fear into their hearts. They only cooed and condescended about what a good little hunter I was. Hmm, not working according to plan. Day 768, I am finally aware of how sadistic they are. For no good reason, I was chosen for the water torture. This time, however, it included a burning, foamy chemical called shampoo. What sick minds could invent such a liquid? My only consolation is the piece of thumb still stuck between my teeth. Day 771. There was some sort of gathering of their accomplices. I was placed in solitary throughout the event. However, I could hear the noise and smell the foul odor of the glass tubes they call beer. More importantly, I overheard that my confinement was due to my power of allergies. I must learn what this is and how to use it to my advantage. Day 774, last uh, entry. I am convinced the other captives are flunkies and maybe snitches. The dog is routinely released and seems more than happy to return. He is obviously retarded. The bird, on the other hand, has got to be an informant. He speaks with him regularly. Whoops. I skipped all the way past it. Bear with me. Uh, I am certain he reports my every move. Due to his current place in the elevated cell, his safety is assured. But I can wait. It is only a matter of time. (laughs) Uh. All right, so that was my little uh, my little opening joke. Because you know, when my dog looks at me, he says, "What, what do you need to you know What, what do you need to eat uh, with that spoon for? Look, you just put your face in the dish and eat it. What do you got to do all that extra stuff for? You guys do way too much stuff. You guys, I mean, I can't keep up with all the stuff that you guys continuously do. Even though I demonstrate every time for you that you don't need shoes, you don't need clothes, you know, you don't need a spoon. You don't." get the feeling that's going through her mind sometimes <laughs> all right so how is Obamacare treating you how is Obamacare treating you hmm. it's supposed to lower prices right it didn't business have outrageous costs even now well before the 2014 start date. Okay? Now, let's put aside a couple things right away. Let's put aside the fact that they're using three years of taxes to pay for one year of health care. What are they going to do for the second year? They don't have the three years ahead of that. Every, maybe it's this, every three years, everybody can uh, uh, turn up and get health care. Every three years. Because they need three years To save up for it. And, okay, let's put the other thing aside. Let's put aside the Politburo who decides uh, who to pay for, depending on uh, what each person
2: contributes.
3: See, the cost that the the businesses... (sighs) The the businesses are not growing because there's no real incentive to grow, you know, and they know that that all this uh, health care is going to cost them money, and the more more they grow, the more it's going to cost. Whether or not a business can afford it or not, it's a matter of principle. It's a matter of private property. It's a matter of liberty. And let me get into a little bit later about, um, you know, what – what other liberties you know will be uh uh sacrificed and what this whole society will devolve into let me get into that a little bit later but um the businesses are not growing so so to to fix that problem obama comes up with the jobs bill right the, by the way that most democrats voted down they voted against it uh what's the one you you hire a vet for a few crumbs First of all how big is the bill I didn't I didn't do this math yet but it's 447 billion billion and it has set aside for it 30 billion uh for hiring returning vets as an incentive for businesses to to just hire people So what's the amount of the incentive It's uh, it's between $5,600 and $9,600, depending on uh, – I don't know what it depends on. That's what I just got. And that's for uh, – that's only for a year. So um, what are you going to do after that? Well, they'll worry about that later. They'll create more class warfare and more division and more hating the rich and squeezing the rich to pay the next – Year for those people to keep their jobs, and then they'll have a bill for people to keep their jobs, and it will squeeze the rich even more. The, the I do air quotes when I say rich, by the way, just so you know. Uh. Let's take a, a quick look at this uh the, the the jobs bill because that's that's what I got up uh, next on the thing because it kind of folds into why businesses aren't growing and you know basically what what this is a friend of mine used to I used to work with a guy um in a uh, in a mechanic shop we were we were heavy equipment mechanics and um you know he had he had all these little southern sayings he was from Florida and and he could uh and uh um, okay all right somebody sent me a message sorry folks you know there's only one person here no no producers to uh to send me messages so whatever pops up i gotta read um he had all these little sayings he's from the south and and uh you know one time i was i was creating another problem to solve uh the original problem and and uh he, he called it He goes, no, no, no. He says, look what you're doing. He says, now you're making a paddle to beat your own ass. Um, Well, that's what this jobs bill is, basically. I mean, you got the problem of Obamacare on on businesses. Well, to solve that problem, we'll give you the jobs bill. All right. Now, I want you to listen to how this is worded, because I went to WhiteHouse.gov and got this little uh, synopsis of this jobs bill. Number one, listen close. Cutting the payroll tax cut in half for 98% of businesses. Now, I copied and pasted that. Is that a typo? Cutting the payroll tax cut in half for 98% of businesses. Cutting the payroll tax cut. In other words, whatever tax cut 98% of businesses have, that tax cut will be cut in half, which means they'll pay twice as much to me. However, let me point out the contradiction in the next statement. The president's plan will cut in half the taxes paid by businesses on their first 5 million in payroll, targeting the benefit to the 98% of firms that have payroll below this threshold. Those two things in the same in the same uh in the same segment, they don't they don't square with each other. Cuz if you cut a payroll tax cut in half, That means you double what they're paying. Uh, But let me get down to the the returning heroes hiring tax credit for veterans. This provides tax credits from $5,600 to $9,600 to encourage the hiring of unemployed veterans. Okay, let's take that as a separate thing. It does not say that it's only for one year. And for what purpose will a business hire an unemployed veteran? Not that there's anything wrong with an unemployed veteran, uh or, or that they're unemployable or anything like that. In fact, that's not the whole that's not the point at all. Okay? There might not be unemployed veterans if we didn't have the 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 big dark cloud of Obamacare looming over businesses. There's no incentive for a business to hire somebody. This fifty six hundred dollars. What are you going to do with that? What what is it you're going to do with that? That's a tax credit. That means that's that much that you don't have to pay in taxes. Like it's their money to begin with. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I mean, oh wow. Could you spare it? That's not the reason people don't hire employees to get a $5600 or $9600 tax credit. That is not the reason to hire somebody. The reason to hire somebody is because you can't handle the business that you got. You need to hire somebody. Right? That's not going to that's not going to get that's not going to put customers in the, in the door. That's not going to put uh, people uh, uh, spending more money, right? That's just there's no reason to use this. There's no reason to use this tax credit. Sure, it's a tax credit, and th- it will be used to some degree by a, by a few businesses that have coincidentally the occasion to hire somebody, the reason to hire somebody, the the necessity to hire somebody. And by the way, the reasons are gonna to reduce to hire somebody because the restrictions and Obamacare, the the uh um, oh, uh all the regulations that come with what they have as existing um as an existing uh company and all the employees thereof. You know, it's just going to be more paperwork, more things to keep track of, as well as more money that they're going to have to pay. It's more. It's just going to cost. So, why is somebody going to hire a new person? Oh, wow, you get a $9,600 tax credit. Big freaking deal. So now, all right, let me move on to the next thing in this uh Putting uh, workers back on the job while rebuilding and modernizing America. That's all this category. The returning heroes, blah, blah, blah. Here's the next one. Preventing up to 280,000 teacher layoffs while keeping cops and firefighters on the job. That is a talking point. If I ever heard one, oh, my. That's the same thing they use every single time. That is the same thing that they use every time. Why do they use it? Because it's an emotional contact. They hate the cops. See what OWS is doing to cops down there? Oh, but well, we need to save the cops' jobs. No. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're working both sides of the coin, the, uh, the, the lefties. They're working both sides of the coin. On the one side, they got Occupy Wall Street, which hates the cops, right? Spits in their face, flips their caps off their heads just to get arrested. And then they can say,
2: "Look at this! They arrested me!" Eh, eh, mommy.
3: And that's how they make their bones. So, anyways, um, let me let me get back let me get back around to the uh, the the, the uh, teacher and the cops and firefighters. Now, why would? And this is just a this is just a thing. You need to raise taxes so you don't have to lay them off. What happened to the money that was paying them? Did their their payroll go up that much? No. What you did was, you sliced off a chunk of the money that's coming in as tax money, and you're using it to fund something different. Something new. You created an entitlement... That you now need to pay for. But you're not going to say, if we don't raise taxes, we can't do that entitlement. No, they don't say that, do they? No, because that does, everyone's going to say, good. <laughs> if, they, if they tried to use that one, everybody would say, good. Go ahead. Cut it out. We didn't have it. We didn't have it five minutes before you had it. And look, we were fine. But now you have a new entitlement to fund. So, you slice just a little bit off and then say, "Well, we're going to have to lay off teachers and cops, okay, who's doing the laying off of teachers and cops then huh? who is doing it it's whatever administration is complaining about having to lay off teachers and cops. they are just not allocating funds towards teachers and cops because what they're not telling you is they've got another secret little uh, stash of a of a thing to to f- You know, that they have to, a pet project that they have to, uh, that they have to fund. Because that's what they promised to the people who voted for them. So, modernizing at least 35,000 public schools across the country, supporting new science labs, internet-ready classrooms, and renovations at schools across the country in rural and urban areas. Really? Okay, so... So, 447 billion dollars of a jobs bill. 30 billion is to do is to hire the vets is set aside. Okay, this is this is what I know. I haven't figured out every little other amount, but think about it. 447 billion, 30 billion for the for the hiring of of uh, returning vets or unemployed veterans. What does that leave? $417
5: billion for...
3: New Bridge, new bridge to Work Program. The plan builds on and improves innovative state programs where uh, those displaced take temporary, comma, voluntary work or pursuing on-the-job training. Uh, uh, three pathways back to work for Americans looking for jobs. The most innovative reform to the unemployment insurance program is 40 years, in 40 years, sorry, uh, as part of an extension of unemployment insurance to prevent 5 million Americans looking for work from losing their benefits. Well, there you go, folks. That's what the rest of the money is going for, to extend unemployment benefits. If you continue to pay people not to work, guess what? They will continue to not work. Get your head out of your behind and say it like it is. Why do they do it that way? Because it's an
5: emotional connection.
1: That's why they say it like it is.
3: Collective collectivism um, is always going to devolve into uh, citizen reporting on citizen. Oh, why why did I get on this? Why uh, it was because something happened today and that triggered a thought in my head. Can you imagine that? That's amazing on its own. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Get to the thought. Went to lunch with my wife today, and uh, we went to the mall. We were doing well. We were doing some doing some shopping, doing some errands and stuff. ended up in the mall. I said, "Okay, I'm hungry," so we go to the Burger King line. Now, behind the counter, there was a woman that we could easily put in the obese category. Okay, now me, I don't care. You know, I don't, uh, uh, still a person, you know, I don't, I don't care. It's, It's her business, you know, but I got to thinking what flashed into my head was the Occupy Wall Street crowd. And you'll see where I'm going here in just a second, because they got, they're out there with their signs and they want government to clamp down on, uh, on uh, how much, you know, corporations... Oh, God, oh, the corporations, the corporations. They want to clamp down on how much they make, right? They want to regulate who gets rich and who doesn't. They want to regulate... Uh, they want to take money from the people who earned it and give it to people who did not. I mean, in a nutshell, that's basically what it is. So, in other words, they're... Um, they're trying to control. They're trying to issue a control over other individuals. And I can easily see, well, well what's that got to do with the, the the obese lady? Well, I can easily see the mentality of the Occupy people looking at her and beginning to stigmatize fat people again. For the past decade, fat people have fought against uh being stigmatized and being you know being shunned and everything. I mean they they've got they got uh overweight people, fat people, obese people. They're on sitcoms now. Mike and Molly. It's, a, it's an awesome show, it's funny. Uh you know, they got uh lingerie, you know, for uh, plus they call them plus size. Yeah, all right, big deal, we know. Uh and I can see the stigma coming back because of Obamacare. All right, see how I'm connecting this back up to Obamacare because if everybody is, you know, air quotes uh uh chipping in, everybody has skin in the game, uh then you're going to you're going to take a look at somebody who might consume more health care products or or health care time than yourself. And you're going to say, well, I don't want to pay for that person, you know, the extra care that person needs for being overweight. I don't want to pay for the extra care that person needs a smoker. He's a smoker. (laughs) You know, uh, I don't want to pay. I mean, can you see the mindset coming in? So, anyway, that's that's the thought that I had that kind of triggered this rant. I got more to talk about. I got a lot more, actually. Uh, Let me take a break, and uh, we'll be right back.
1: Yes, um, we have Amir. He is a Muslim, and he is on the call. Do you want to take the call now, Christian friends?
5: Sure, sure. Let him let him come to us as long as we do not start anything yet. So uh-huh. maybe now the, the best is taken.
1: Amir, you are on the air now with uh, Christian Prince. Okay. Go ahead.
2: Can you hear me?
5: Yes, we hear you, yes. Mister.
2: Go ahead. Listen to me, Christian Prince. It's Samir. I warned yep. you, and I want to warn you again. Remove all the videos from
1: YouTube. Within one year, you will be killed if you don't do that, okay?
5: So you are threatening me you want to kill me?
1: This is the last time, this is the last time. We know your name, we know where you live, we know everything about you. We know where you have, we know everything, okay?
5: Okay, well, yes. wait. You
1: have two months to remove
5: all the videos and you will be dead. Okay, let me tell you, Abdul, the coward. Uh, what? First of all, I will never remove my videos. So why are you were waiting for a month from now? Why don't you do it tomorrow?
2: Okay, listen to me, man. Listen to me. In no. April or May you will be dead. Why 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 you April? will be dead. April I, I, or I May. Like, I, like to die die.
5: I like to die tomorrow. Die. Coward, son of Muta. Don't hang up. Potato. And we recorded you. Yeah, and we and we got your phone number, son of Muta. Did you hear guys, the cowards? Remove your video. I promise you, I will make 100 videos by the time you are saying you wanna kill me. Cowards, potatoes. The Muslims are saying that to me for years now, and I did not see one potato is getting even close to me. Do you believe it? Where are they, the, the Mujahideen? Where is the coward, the potato? I wanna see them. I want to make your butt the same as my screen door. Do you dare to get close to me, the sons of Osama bin Laden? Your 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 father, Osama bin Laden, is a tuna, and we will feed you to the tuna. Do you dare? By the way, I like tuna salad.
1: You're listening, Denny. To- I
2: just want to slap a hippie or two. Maybe make a get job.
5: Iran, Cuba, Venezuela... These countries are tiny compared to the Soviet Union. You send a kid to the emergency room for a treatable illness like asthma, they end up taking up a hospital bed. It costs, when, if you, they just gave, you gave him treatment early and they got some treatment and a, a breathalyzer or an inhalator. On this Memorial Day,
4: as our nation honors its Unbroken line of fallen heroes, and I see many of them in, in the audience here today. Uh, yeah. I've now been in 57 states. I don't know what the term is in Austrian. Wheeling and dealing. Navy corpsman Christian Bouchard. Corpsman Bouchard. Corpsman Bouchard. Malia 13, Sasha's 10. They're 13 and 10? No, they're not 13 and 10. They're 12 and 10. <laughs>
2: Please join Doc Jones as he kicks off primetime with the Sit SITREP. Weekdays from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern, Dr. C. Robert Jones is a retired Marine officer with a Ph.D. in history. He keeps up with the day-to-day events and analyzes and explains with historical facts and informed opinions. Gojo Media is dynamic and fresh, so please catch the situation Report every weeknight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time.
3: welcome back. David Graham filling in for Doc Jones on the Sit Rep. I, a.k.a. the Situation Report. Wow, I want to thank everybody for coming in and uh and and checking out the show. Uh if we uh if we got some regulars in here that uh come to Doc's show, uh, thanks for uh, tolerating me this time. And uh uh you know, stick with me. Hope uh, don't forget I got a, uh, my show is immediately following here and uh hopefully hopefully um I'll have uh, my buddy G Ski Rocks will, will come in and he'll throw up the he'll throw up the link. No, he'll put the link up in the chat room and you can uh, join me on the on the next show. I I have a great guest coming up at uh probably about nine thirty. Um Charles Battis, uh, uh retired CIA agent. He's got a couple of books out now, he's an author. And um he's 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 got some interesting perspectives on uh some, you know, the current uh our current state of affairs. And I've had him on my show before. He's a return uh, return guest and um he was on uh, before I he was on before I moved to uh, nine o'clock. So anyways, uh, if you can, uh just kind of scoot on over to that other one once I get the link put up in there and uh I'm sure somebody will be able to uh to to pop that link up in there for me if uh if uh, G Ski Rocks doesn't get it. But uh but anyways, I was talking I've been talking about uh Obamacare, um and uh and and basically what what how the how the society i, I, I think is going to devolve um into more uh more class warfare more uh trying to control um uh at what what people do i mean it it's it's about a control and the government i was i was doing i was getting into this right before uh, right before the break the government isn't going to really have to do uh as much enforcing because you're going to end up with Citizen reporting on Citizen uh, because, you know, they're going to look at, uh, like I said before before the break, you know, you can have somebody with a, with a Occupy Wall Street mentality looking at a fat person saying, hey, they're consuming more health care product, more health care, uh, uh, you know, insurance or more health care than I am, and they're paying the same amount so they're going to they're going to stigmatize you know they they're going to go to that uh they're going to uh insult and try to degrade people that uh you know that that use more uh, healthcare products than uh than they do uh because everyone's paying the same some people are getting more well gee how do you think socialism works you know uh that's not even uh that's not even the the whole thing um you know well the same thing's going to happen with smokers the same thing's going to happen with with uh people who don't get checkups the same thing's going to happen you know with uh i, I don't know what uh, uh uh race car drivers the same thing's going to happen with you know skydivers you know what i mean it's, it, if everyone's paying for everyone else's health care, then the government I mean the government believe me the government will have plenty of its own regulations like uh no more skydiving people uh, uh no more uh no more uh surfing you can't surf anymore There's too much of a risk you know so anything that has the remote uh the, the remote um possibility of risk well they'll just ban it they'll just regulate it you know you can't do that and then if you you know if you if you skydive and you end up you know with a broken leg, well too bad you have to pay for it yourself. We're not paying for it. We told you not to do it. You know, I mean that that that's what it's going to come down to. You know, we we're not budgeted for that. We regulate it against skydiving, for instance. But what they you know what they want is is the people against people as well because the more they can keep the society on edge fighting with each other the less that society is going to turn their gaze to the people who started the fight to the instigators do you ever do that do you ever do you ever realize that you're you're getting pitted against somebody and instead you turn on the person who's doing the pitting what are you talking about right it's what they want, because it, keep, whether they realize it or not, maybe it's subliminal for them, but it keeps them in power. Which brings me back to vote buying. Making promises uh, in exchange for votes, and then you figure, figure out a, a way to pay for it later. Which is why they need the class warfare, because... When people who are promised an entitlement are then refused it, it becomes something to demonize the Republicans for. I mean, as if they need something else to to, uh,
2: to demonize them
3: for. So they they do all this stuff in the name of what? What is it they do this all this stuff in the name of fairness? It's not fair. This person is rich. It's not fair. That person has more than more stuff. It's not fair. We want the stuff, right? It's not fair. It's not fair. Let me ask you this. First of all, before I get into that, is healthcare a right or is it a privilege? And if it's a right, is it an inalienable right? Hmm. Well, let's define an alienable right. Let's define, and agree with me or don't, an inalienable right is a right that you get to exercise without anybody else giving something up. How's that? Is that a good definition? No one else need give up anything for you to exercise your inalienable rights. Okay, so given that, let's make healthcare a right because we're the government and we think healthcare should be a right now that 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 opens another door in my weird little brain um uh, a a phrase from the book rules for radicals where they uh refer to the world as it is as opposed to the world as it should be okay is that uh is that relative that's a, that's a relative according to who according to whom the world as
2: it should be
3: what does that mean says you right what, uh, what who gives you the right to say what should and shouldn't be the way the world is and isn't all right so anyways whenever you know you can you can go to rules for radicals and find that that uh comparison there the world as it is Uh, As opposed to the world as it should be, which is their justification for wanting, you know, socialism, because they think that's how the world should be. Because they were told that that's how it should be. Because the the people who told them were told that that's how it should be. Because the people who told them uh, were told by the people who told them were told by the people who told them that that's how it should be. Trace it all the way back, and it's an opinion. Whenever you hear the word should or ought, those are opinions you know it's not a fact so let me get back to healthcare is it a right or a privilege man i lined up too much stuff to get to i'm still on this all right um so if healthcare is a right how much of the doctor's time are you entitled to okay now doctor uh sets a broken arm he has a price except the state will only pay him half of what his price is. So he did half of that job for free because you're entitled to that. What is he entitled to? Well, he's entitled for some doctor to give up half of his job to the state and set his arm when he breaks it. But that doesn't, that doesn't pay his, his student loans because that's, that's what uh, actually. That's what Doc was uh, on the other day <coughs> when he was talking about what was what's fair, what's not fair, uh, and because they start they start the picture at uh, where where a uh, you know a, oh look at that there is a rich person. We don't think we think they got there by greed, and we think that they should spread the wealth. They we think they should give it up and they shouldn't be rich. That is where the story starts for the people who say that. They don't rewind five years and see the person working you know, 60 hours, 70 hours to get where they are. They don't rewind five years before that to see the person working their way through college, trying to get really, really good grades instead of going out and partying every night, making better choices. They don't rewind Four years before that, when the person was, um, you know, maybe the geek in high school, and instead of trying to fit in and, and be a popular kid, they said, "All right, I'll just, uh, I'll just uh, focus on my studies, because that seems to be working out for me. The, 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 the social thing maybe doesn't work for me right now. I'm going to work on my studies. So, w- what's, what's not fair about that person making some really good choices for themselves?" working really, really hard, investing their own time and their own money, and when they get out of college, maybe starting a business, you know, going out on the hook, putting themselves out there, getting out into the world and making it happen. What's unfair that now that person is rewarded for all their, number one, their choices, and number two, their hard work, and number three, return on their investments? How long does it take to become a doctor? Seven years? That's seven years of of excruciating uh college uh uh costs college loans and all that um how are they gonna pay for that if they don't come out and make a lot of money how are they gonna pay for that if they don't come out and and uh you know if 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 they come out and and they're flipping burgers because that's you know the, you know that's the that's what everyone else is doing and and that's that keeps them from earning too much right I mean,
2: what should somebody do? Actually, hold themselves back because deadbeats who
3: made bad decisions can't keep up with them now. Is that what they should do?
5: No. Healthcare
3: is a privilege, okay? Now, let's extend out. Okay, I got. What have I got? I have got about like eight minutes. Yeah, eight minutes left. Okay. Um. When you have the doctors uh no when you have i'm sorry, when you have the government in total control of all things health care, which is basically what Obama's going to end up doing, uh you're going to have less of incentive for good people to choose to become doctors, because why should they? They're only going to get paid by the state half of what you know they, uh half of what they would if they if they weren't working for the state. Well, they're going to ban private practices, right? Already, doctors can't build hospitals or something like that. I, I heard something about that, but but listen, the other part of it is, you you uh, <clears throat> you come out of college, you know, you got your you got your doctor certificate. You want to hang out a shingle, right, in in your uh, in your hometown? Well, wait a minute. No, um, if you want to if you want to get any money from the state, which is the only the only place doctors can get money from, because the doctor controls everything about health care. I mean, I'm sorry, the government controls everything about health care. You, you're going to have to move. Uh, you're going to have to move because we already have four doctors in this county. You know, you're know, you going to have to move to a whole different place. What do you mean? I want to live here. I like living here. Well, you, you can go ahead and live there, but you can't be a doctor because, well, you can be a doctor if you want, but we're not going to pay you. We're already paying four doctors in that county, and that's all we're, we're allowed. <laughs> well, how much of that doctor's life do you really feel entitled to? Now, obviously, I'm not asking people who are who, are, uh, who, who would actually listen to this show. <laughs> this is a rhetorical question for you. But if I had some OWS folks in here, that would be a question. And have you ever seen the kids? Have you ever seen the videos of those uh, of those people down on Wall Street? Where somebody goes down with a video camera and and just starts asking them questions, it's like it's like their head starts exploding. Their head. uh, Oh man, let me see if I can. I I I might have one here. Um, Chains arm. No, Uh, there was one of them. Throw me a bone. Let me see if I can find that one real quick. Where the underground phone? Uh, And oh, where did it go? show topics no place. Show sure well the kid had a sign out said uh, uh throw me a bone and pay my college tuition or something like that and um uh, and the guy went up and asked him well why should somebody pay for your pay for your um your college well because i think all these corporations got there by greed and and uh O W S, uh, shadows. No, rock this way. No. Obama heckles weather Underground. the ground shadows on the night. Oh man. I wish I could find it. Well, I don't know where it, I don't know where else it would be though. Yikes. All right. Well, I'm coming down to the end of the show. Jeez. I want to, uh, I want to uh, tell everybody, thank you very much for, um, for coming into the show. Geez, I had a pretty full house here and I appreciate it. Uh, did anybody put my link up to my uh, to my show yet? Uh, let me see here. Um, all right, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. I'll put it up. Where am I here? Here we go. Coming right up, folks. Sit tight. Boom, boom and that's where i'm gonna be in about uh, five maybe uh maybe uh six or seven minutes hopefully g ski's got the uh got the got the thing under uh, under control and uh we can um we can get the uh, we can get the the show open and going so uh at this point what I'd like to do is uh, you know, like I say, uh, say thank you very much for everybody who um everybody who came into the show. Uh trusting me, you know, with your time. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh right now I am gonna take you I'm gonna take you out with uh a song that uh that I covered. And I do a sign off on my show where I say <clears throat> I want to thank all of our nation service personnel, from the military to the first responders. They are the ones fighting outwardly for our country by putting their lives on the line. We need to match their efforts by fighting for the stability of this country. We must stay informed about many, many things and stay on top of them. Eternal vigilance is the price of liberty, and I would add to that responsibility. So, let me uh, quickly, if I can, go through the chat room. We got the queue. The Binary Prince, Tesler's in the chat room, Swing Easy, Republican Marine, Reactionaries, No Way 90, Marine Times, I am John Galt, I am John Galt,
2: I am John Galt,
3: I am John Galt. We have some guests in the room, thank you very much, filling out the room, we got uh, Evil Clown, Casanova Frankenstein, Beach Bum 55, Angry Mom 80, and Alexander Solo, thank you all so very much for joining me. And until next time, uh, you know, if, uh, if I see you at the next show, follow that link. That will be cool. Uh, if not, uh, I will see you uh, when Doc asks me to host his show again. So until then, may every vestige of communism, socialism, and Marxism be eradicated from our schools, state and federal governments, and from our churches.
2: Good night. Good
1: night.